When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Age of Radio. A pre-roll time. The Cheers to Comics podcast is proudly brought to you by Inked Marketing and the Inked Marketing crowd-funded comic for this episode is Spicy Pulp. Oh, we've talked about Spicy Pulp before. We've had Justin Gray on the podcast. Well, Justin Gray is back with Spicy Pulp 6 and Billy the Kit, which killed it on the last Kickstarter campaign. So here we go, back again, Spicy Pulp. Pulp, another 60-page sci-fi fantasy comic featuring the conclusion to the two-part Lady Redbeard doing time storyline. Each issue of Spicy Pulp is packed with sci-fi fantasy, horror, and provocative adult-themed stories. Each comic features a 30 or more paid lead story and short or smaller backup serialized stories. Uh, These are escapist comics for mature readers meant to be a fun distraction from daily life. Justin's not trying to win any awards or land a Netflix deal. And that's something I really respect about this for sure. Not that there's anything wrong with striving for uh, awards, but um, this is is just, it's for fun, people. It's for fucking fun, you know? Um, for adult fun, though. Mm, adults is the key word. So uh, well, you want to head on over to inked.pub slash spicypulp6 and get in on the Kickstarter now because, uh, oh, it's good stuff. It's good stuff. So inked.pub slash spicypulp6. Inked.pub slash spicypulp6. Proudly brought to me to bring to you by Inked Marketing. Welcome back to the Cheers to Comics podcast. I'm your host, Brian Wayne, and this is episode 352. The 352nd episode of the Cheers to Comics podcast will be a pull list priorities. I'll be going over the books of the future. Uh, specifically, you know, the next new comic book day expectations as well as the books do to be ordered, um, for the, uh, uh, the FOCs, the final order cutoffs due to be ordered by the weekend. So, um, yeah, but before we get into all that though, I got to tell you a great place where you can pre-order your books, get you some books and save you some money at the same time while experiencing some of the best goddamn customer service, the, uh, the market has to offer, if not the best. I'm trying to think of a better experience that I've had, and I can't. I can't. The Nerds Forever. Nerds Forever, located out of Newcastle, Wyoming, um, but also online as well. You head on over to 307nerds, the number four, ever.com, 307nerds4ever.com, and uh, use code CHEERS. To save yourself 10% at checkout. 
Once again, use code CHEERS to save 10% on already heavily, amazingly priced books. Yes, it's like that. It's like that. Nerdsforever. Or I'm sorry, 307 nerdsforever.com. But if you just so happen to be passing through Newcastle, Wyoming, then, uh, yeah, or even you're not and you want to take yourself a detour, then check out Newcastle, Wyoming and tell them Cheers to Comics sent you at Nerds Forever now. Um, with, uh, let's talk about some books coming out, people, huh? Some books, uh, kind of a big week again, nothing like the week that came out last week. Jesus Christ, this week was heavy. Filled up, like, damn near a short box with my polis this week. It's out of control. Out of control. But, um, let's, uh, let's move on. I mean, because it was a big week one week doesn't mean we gotta stop, right? Right? Uh, I'm, I'm, <laughs> there's some good stuff coming out this week. Uh, we're gonna talk Lunar first, um... Uh, I gotta, you know, kind of give the rundown and apologize for the people that know this already. Uh, but for those of you that don't, if you're a new listener, instead say that there's some new listeners out there. Mm-hmm. Um, then the, uh, well, uh, the, the Lunar has its own FOC date, and that's going to be Sunday the 26th. So all of these Lunar books here, which is going to be your DC and your Scout and your Ahoy. Well, that's the stuff that needs to be ordered by the uh, the 26th. If it's not pre-ordered by you, the consumer, then, um, you know, it's the, there's no, the, the book doesn't get made, because the way shit works is you tell your shop that you want the book, the book tells Lunar to print the book, well, if you don't tell your shop that you want the book, how are they going to tell Lunar to print the book for you? You see what I'm saying? And then at the same time, you save yourself, uh, most of the time, all types of money by, uh, by pre-ordering your books as well, so it's it's there's there's no downside really. I mean, even if you, I don't know, uh, if you get a book that you didn't necessarily want, you know, you got it because FOMO or whatever, and then as it gets closer to the time, you realize, oh shit, maybe I didn't want this, but you stuck because you pre-ordered it. Well, you got it at a discount, so if, even if you flip it at fucking cover price, you make yourself some goddamn money. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, I don't know, people. There's, there's no downside to pre-ordering. But with that being said, let's get into these, uh, these Lunar FOCs, starting with Aquaman the Becoming, number two. Uh, got a couple covers on that. Um, Batman, more Fear State, issue 115. Oh, boy, we're just a, a little bit away. A little bit away from the end of Tynan the Fourth's run here. Oh, sad days for DC. Sad days. Um, I'm trying to think. God, I hope there's not a some sort of fucking appearance in this. But my gut is telling me that there is for some reason. And I don't know. I just want to triple check. Oh, jeez, key collector. Open up. Oh, man. Taking forever. It's not the app's fault. Uh, so one of the, this is stated for the old, uh, the 19th on this one, huh? So we have, oh man, yeah, no, I'm not seeing any Batman on here, not seeing any Batman, but that's a, that's a good thing, because they've been introducing way too much fucking Batman lately, way too much Batman characters, way too many Batman characters. 
But, uh, I know I, I digress. So, yeah, no, I mean, fucking Batman's on the FOCs. What do we got here for the B cover? Uh, Jorge Molina? Nice, man. I'm a Poison Ivy fan. I'm all into that. We got the Gardener on there. Hey, I remembered her name. That's, that's fucking rad. That's a great Poison Ivy cover. See, it's not all, like, super sexualized. She's not fucking boobs and booty, you know? She's legs in that one. Um, Batman, oh, yeah, we got 125, what is this, uh, Arist Dane? I don't know how to say that name. Oh, that looks like a bunch of different versions of, whoa, what's going on here? This is, okay, it's one of their video game variants. And we got Clown Hunter in the back there, and then we got, it looks like some version of Miracle Molly, uh, in the, in the foreground here, but... I don't know, maybe it's just the way she's being done. Who is that with the fucking pink mohawk? I don't know. I don't know. Um, oh, let's see. Batgirl's Stephanie Brown. Oh, okay, there's a Batgirl's backup story going on on this as well. All right, so there you go. Uh, more secret files. Peacekeeper 1 getting a one-shot here. Uh, picking up after the events of Fear State Alpha. Alpha? Follow Sean Mahoney. Peacekeeper 1, in the wake of his exposure to highly potent fear toxin at the hands of the Scarecrow. Now dosed with terror and facing a lifetime of fear and insecurity, Mahoney has found himself frantically reflecting on his past as a GCPD officer and then a prison guard at Arkham Asylum, all while desperately attempting to keep his mind from fracturing. Will Peacekeeper 1 give in to fear or become terror incarnate? Incarnate and incarnate. Mm-hmm. What do we got for variants on this one? Uh, Tyler Kirkham getting a B cover, and the one in 25 is a Voyage variant. Uh, Batman vs. Big B. Uh, a Wolf in Gotham number two on the FOCs this week. Uh, Brian Level and Jay Layston getting the, uh, the B cover on that one. That looks pretty fucking cool. Huh. Don't know what's going on there, but... I mean, is that Wolf on Fire? Uh, from Scout, we've got the seventh and final issue of By the Horns. Well, number seven. Uh, yeah, Marcus Onasso doing his thing there. That's a little mini-series we're checking out, I would imagine. Uh, Catwoman, 36. Oh, look at that. That character's back. I remember you. You showed up that one time. Um, oh, Poison Ivy. All, oh, she's naked. Oh. <gasps> It's crazy what you can get away with. If she's made of leaves, she could be naked. But if she's green, she could be naked. But if she had flesh tones here, that wouldn't work. That wouldn't work at all. Um, oh, that fucking Jenny Frisson variant's badass. It's very Margot Robbie. Oh, that is fucking cool. If you're a Harley fan, I mean, crazy eyes like a son of a bitch. Jesus Christ. It's a... Uh, I, don't know, I get like Frank Cho vibes on this as well. This is a great cover, people. This is a great cover. Old Catwoman. Uh, Cherry Blackbird, number four on the FOCs this week. Out of uh, Black Caravan there. Subdivision of Scout. Uh, and then, okay, so from James Tynan IV and Matthew Rosenberg with Otto Schmidt. Ding, 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 ding. We've got DC versus the vampires. Or just versus vampires, but the 
vampires, if you were to ask me. The Justice League is a long-protected Earth from all manner of foreign and alien invaders over the years, always keeping a vigilant eye to the skies for the next threat. But what if the threat was already walking the Earth, hiding in plain sight, watching, waiting for their moment to strike? In the tradition of Deceased comes a terrifying new series from the twisted minds of James Tynan, the fourth, and Matthew Rosenberg, and of course Otto Schmidt that will tear the league apart in their war with the undead. So yes, um, it's Deceased, but, you know, it's the fucking TV screen vampires, or zombies, it's vampires. And there is a... Uh, a first appearance that I do believe is going to be popping up in this. I don't know what to take, I mean, how to take that, because, uh, I mean, I think it was like the vampire, what's, what's the slated date on this, the 26th? <laughs> oh, come on. Oh, come on. Oh, come on. Jesus Christ. We're almost there. Here we go. First appearance of a new vampire lord of Earth. So, yeah, I don't know what that means. But I tell you what, this is going to be a fun story. Like, this isn't one that I'm speculating on, but it's one, I mean, as far as, you know, a character or anything like that. Character, no, I think this, this series has a lot of fucking potential. Um, it's, it's just, what a team, man. What a team. I'm into it. What do we got here? Batman and old Ollie on the, on the cut. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, pushing forward. Oh, what do I got for variants on this one? Oh, that fucking Matina is badass. But I gotta say, um, he's done this cover before. Uh, <laughs> all he did was uh, paint the eyes red and give more uh, vampiric-like teeth. But in the end, like this is—he's done this one. But I mean, fuck, call it a theme. <laughs> oh shit! What was this? The a glow in the dark, two hundred and fifty copy order done by, let's see, Team Ejiku, uh, I don't know. Honestly, it's not my art style at all. Like I could get this out of Derek Chu any day. Everybody just wants to follow Derek Chu's style now. Um, yeah. There you go. Oh, and there's the one in 25. Is this also... This is also a glow-in-the-dark. Ooh-wee. Um, yeah, the fucking Hal. Hal. Hal Jordan. How does that glow? I wonder if it's... What part of that would glow? Curious. I don't know. There's a lot of covers on this. A lot of good covers. Oh, and then a 1 in 100 as well. Oh, my God. Of course. Of course, the one in 100 is Daniel Warren Johnson. That is fucking amazing. Oh my god. Batman's ears done in, like, the Kelly Jones exaggerated style. That is fucking cool. As all Daniel Warren Johnson art is. How, I'm not ordering 100 copies of this. How am I going to fucking get this? Jesus. I don't know. That's, that's one that I need. I need that cover. God damn. Um, pushing forward, we've got, uh, Black Caravan, uh, Epic Taverns Tales from the Fantastical Crimes Unit. Oh, I'm, uh, I'll be talking with these fellers here soon. Stay tuned for that interview, uh, with Steve Mardo and company. Oh, man. 
And I believe Sean French is supposed to be there too. We shall see. But regardless, I'm 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 excited to talk about this based off of a video game from I don't I mean I don't play Epic Tavern or any video games for that matter except for Injustice for like 12 minutes a year. But I mean that that doesn't take away from the fact that this can't be a good comic. And I caught the uh, the Ashcam preview of this and yeah this one uh this one looks like fun. It could be a lot of fun. So yeah, keep your eye on that one. Um, Flash 775. Just one cover on that one. That's unlike you, DC. This, there'll probably be a B cover next week to throw everybody off, because, you know. Uh, Harley Quinn, the animated series. E Bang Kill Tour number one. Getting a second printing. Oh, look at that. And I hear they bang. I do. I hear they bang. I don't know about eating and killing, but I hear they definitely fucking bang. So, I mean, I don't know. Take it for what it is. Is it the first DC uh, lesbian love-making scene in comics? I don't know. I mean, we all went crazy over Batcock. So... Uh, from Scout. More from Scout. We've got Headless. Fuck, do I have the ash can of this? No, Headless is back. Okay, that's what it is. Uh, cursed to live forever as the Headless Horseman, a suicidal young man named Chris, must join up with dark forces to rescue his brother, Rick, from the pits of hell. Oh, Chris and Rick at it again. Um, yeah, man. Oh, I don't know. if I don't think they were in the first one. I know the Headless Horseman was, though. You know? Uh, what do we got for covers here? We got a 1 in 10 from Evan Dorkin. Hold on, his name's Evan Dorkin. You poor guy. I'm sorry. But he learned how to draw, and that's what's important. <laughs> uh, Justice League number 69. Because, you know, 69, right? You pick it up just for that reason, I would imagine. Uh, da, 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 da. That's a cool cover. Look at her getting all selfie-fied from David Marquez. What's going on in Justice League in this one? Is that supposed to be Naomi? Naomi, Naomi. The super spies of Checkmate poke their sneaky noses where they do not belong, and the Justice League are not happy about it. In fact, most of the Justice League isn't even happy about Checkmate existing, is how that should read, but it's not. Setting up Checkmate versus the Justice League. Well, uh, yeah, okay, Checkmate versus Justice League. doesn't sound like much of a battle. Um... Hmm. Yeah, Brian Michael Bendis, you uh, you're you're losing me there, feller. You know, I haven't read the last couple of Justice League issues on account of how Naomi all of a sudden is the leader of the fucking Justice League. Um, seemingly. <laughs> uh, what are you gonna do? Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight number six. Who's doing this one? Oh, it's a Becky Cloonan and Matthew Rosenberg story. Oh my god. Keep reading Legends of the Dark Knight, people. I've learned recently this isn't all just a... Um, it's not just Derek Robertson. I was going to read a big old long six-issue Derek Robertson arc, I thought, turns out. No. These creators get a couple of issues, and, uh, and then they move on to the next batch of creators. Hold on, what's going on with the cod piece here? What's, uh... Batman, did you lose some weight? It looks like your, uh, your underwear britches are falling off. I need to see a closer look at that. Maybe... Hmm. I don't know what's... Whatever, it's... Fucking, what is that, Killer Croc and... Is that Solomon Grundy? 
You know, admittedly, I can't tell what's going on in this cover, people. But the story's been, um, I don't know, it has my attention. I mean, it's not just one story. It's legends, you know, like anthologies and shit. Uh, an anthology. Nightwing number 85. Nightwing's the best series at DC right now, so just know that. That's not opinion, people. It's ask anybody. Ask anybody. There might be some close seconds, you know, like Robbie Thompson's Suicide Squad. Mm, um, yeah. Uh, but, uh, you know, uh, fucking Nightwing's the shit, people. Nightwing's the shit. There's a Jamal Campbell cardstock variant on this and a 1 in 25 Bruno Redondo sketch cardstock variant of Batgirl. Batgirl's back, bitches. Ba-da-da-da-ba-da. Yeah, man, that last issue was dope again, as Nightwing has tended to be. Uh, more from Scout. Oh, the second season of North Bend. So, I, I, I understand doing the seasons and the arcs. But at the same time, just make it fucking number seven. Don't make it season two, number one. It could be volume two, but just make it number seven. You know? I don't like the seasons things. I like volumes. That's what I've come to determine. Um, Because let's say, let's just say, for instance, I'm just getting into comics. You know? And, well, I mean, I guess it does say on there season two. So I can't really, my argument really doesn't hold a whole lot of water. But, you know, you see a number one, you're all excited. I'm going to check out this this series, you know. On the cover, it doesn't say season two. I guess it kind of does, super small. But, you know, you just see the big red one. And you're like, oh, I want to fucking get into this. A new number one. I'm not paying a whole lot of attention because it's new comic book day and there's 45 new fucking titles on the, the, the wall to choose from. You know, I can't examine them all with a fucking fine-tooth comb. And then you get home, and you open up North Bend Season 2, number one, and you're like, what the fuck is going on here? You know? Um, I've done that a few times. Not with the series, obviously. <laughs> but with, like, a Beast of Burden. You know, I didn't realize that this is like, fucking Volume 3 or Volume 4 or whatever. Just make the fucking... It, it, just because you want to call it a different title, that's what you can call the story arc. You know? Um... I don't know, I just, I don't like the seasons thing. Let's just make it a continuous thing. You know, if I, I, you say, okay, I wanted the fucking, I didn't know if it was going to go seven issues and I wanted to make the first arc contained. Fine. That's fine. But that doesn't mean you can't just fucking go, hey, number seven. And then he woke up. You know, fucking, I don't know. It's just, I understand it, but at the same time, um, as, a, as a reader that's fallen victim before, uh, not that they're preying on it, but I don't know. Maybe it is. Maybe it is kind of a a, a predatorial situation. I'm like, yeah, fucking, we'll trick these bitches. No returnsies. No giveses backsies. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a one in ten on the North Bend as well. Uh, provenance of secrets number one. Oh, look at this. This is more from uh, this is Black Mask. It's either Black Mask or Scott, one or the other. What's it say from Kieran? 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 I don't know. Tagon and Christian Dubati. Set in Los Angeles, a brutal murder throws up 
some increasingly strange leads and pushes a detective down a path to something that is far from his usual work. Taking the world of Robert Chambers' The King in Yellow uh, existed within will only make this noir even darker and haunting Er. With the story written by that name I couldn't pronounce a second ago, brought to life with artwork by Christian Debari, and made strikingly vivid with colors from Simon Gu. Providence of Secrets is a recipe of horror noir that you'll want to keep reading, knowing it will only get more terrifying. Mm-hmm. Act 1, The Sign. Nice, man. Look at that. The fucking the, uh, the King in Yellow. Mm-hmm. I haven't heard of that one, but there it is. Oh, and there's a, a 1 in 10 on this as well. A Fracci, I think is how you would say that. It looks all detective-y. I get like a Dick Tracy type of vibe on that one. Slash, like, ah, fuck. Uh, that, like a House of Secrets type of, mm-hmm. That's a cool cover, people. Refrigerator full of heads. Oh, not to be confused with Basket Full of Heads from Hill House. Yes, Hill House Comics is back, people. I thought you thought it went away. I thought it went away. I thought it went away. Rio Ewers and Tom Fowler. Hill House Comics is back, and heads are going to roll for making readers wait. Oh, okay. The new wave of titles begins with the rancid return trip to Bloody Brody Island. For a year now, the mysterious axe that unleashed pandemonium during the hurricane of 83 has waited at the bottom of the bay, but nothing that powerful stays buried. Brody Island has new visitors, and a new sheriff in town, too. Not to mention a dangerous great white shark spotted in its waters. And when vacationing couple Calvin Berenger and Arlene Fields find themselves on the wrong side of Brody's unsavory elements, the beach combing will turn up something a lot sharper than sea glass. Crime novelist Rio Ewers joins forces with artist Tom Fowler to unleash a gonzo grindhouse expansion of the lore of the original Basketful of Heads. Yes. Yes. Uh, big shoes to fill on this one. If you're going to stay within that realm, big shoes. I loved Basketful of Heads. I love that they're fucking bringing back Hill House Comics because those are some good reads. Those are some good reads. Good reads. Um, <laughs> any variants? No. Yes, there is. There is a variant. Who's doing that variant? Oh, look at the shark. Lady, there's a shark. Lady, there's a fucking axe. That's not what that axe looked like in the first one. It wasn't like a fucking medieval dwarf axe. Dwarven axe. But I'll tell you what. Young Great White, he gonna get him some flipper legs there. Jesus. He coming. Great man. Uh, Scooby-Doo, where are you? Number 112? Yep, 112. Look at that. Uh, is, is as many issues of Scooby-Doo as Batman. How crazy is that? Or at least this run. Almost. I guess almost. 113 just came out. It's an issue behind. Shazam. Number four? Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, this is wrapping up the little four-parter. Spun from the pages of uh, the little Future State Teen Titans story there. Um, I haven't got around to reading it, admittedly. Um, I want a Shazam ongoing, not a Shazam mini-series. But that... I don't know. Um... I'll check this out eventually. There's only four issues. Of, um, I don't know. Who knows? Maybe one day I'll invite Tim Sheridan on the podcast and I'll have to go through and read everything that I want of his the day before, like I tend to do with these creators. And, uh, yeah. Uh, 
Suicide Squad King Shark number two. Super interesting first issue, people. Um, we're going to see, uh, you know, more everything about all of these new characters that popped up. This little um, furry Mortal Kombat Beast Squad of royalty. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, uh, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm into this series. Uh, I'm not going to lie. The first, like, f- five to eight pages of the whole King Shark, the whole King Shark, uh, the, the, the first issue, I was like, oh. Oh man, they made this just to pander to nom nom, but nah, dog. They're uh, they're 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 giving King Shark some due here, I think, and also Defacer, you know, giving Defacer a little spotlight. Maybe bring her into the team. We'll see. Hundred percent into this series though. Uh, Superman vs. Lobo number two. This is a big old oversized black label book. Uh, what we got here? The uh, Merca and Dolfo A cover. And, oh, Fico Osio getting the B cover. That's pretty fucking good. Yeah, that's badass. Still don't think many covers are going to beat the, uh, the, fuck, I, now I'm ashamed to say I can't remember who did the cover. But the, the B cover for that first issue was something amazing. Real amazing. Um, I'm going to say that probably my pick of the week is going to go to this next book here, Task Force Z. Now, Task Force Z is an amped-up version of Task Force X, which is essentially, from my understanding, correct me if I'm wrong here, at Cheers to Comics, um, is a, just a bigger, better version of Suicide Squad, or a, a rebranded version of the Suicide Squad. So this right here, um, well, it's done by Matthew Rosenberg for one. Like, right there, fucking sold. It's going to do just fine. Uh, Eddie Barrows on the art. Now, I'll give you the, uh, the description here. In life, they've terrorized the people of Gotham. Now they are Gotham's last hope. Task Force X saw villains working their way to freedom. Task Force Z will see dead villains working for a new chance at life. That's the fucking difference here. Oh, I didn't catch that theme. Son of a bitch. On A-Day, the attack on Arkham Asylum left hundreds of Gotham's most cunning and deranged criminals deaded. Now, a mysterious benefactor has activated the government's task force clause to bring them back as the ultimate army of the night. To lead this team of the undead, only a person who knows exactly what it feels like to be brutally murdered and brought back to life can handle the job. Enter motherfucking Red Hood. But when Jason Todd unravels the mystery surrounding Task Force Z's creation, will he destroy it or embrace it? Um, yeah, Bane and Matt Bat and the Arkham Knight and Mr. Bloom and Red Hood and Sundowner. Yes, those are some new names in there, kind of sprinkled in. Yes, there will be first appearances in this. And yes, beyond the first appearances, just within this description, we have uh, a, a set of twins as well. And I'm trying to find it, and now I can't. Jesus. Uh, when's this one coming out? The 27th? Yeah, that should be fucking here. It should be here. Where are you? Where are you? I'm s- I'm not going to fucking hit stop. There it is. Uh, the Resurrection Twins. Now, uh, I-, I say this because if you were to get the 1 in 25 on this, you're going to have the first cover appearance of the Resurrection Twins. The, Resurre- the Resurrection Twins, I would imagine, these are the motherfuckers bringing the people back to life. You know? So, 
Mm. I the character designs are awesome. Uh, they're they're. I know more DC new characters. People, I get it, but we're expanding the fucking eighty-year-old mythos. You know, it's okay. It's been eighty years. We can create some new fucking faces. It could be more than just the goddamn Joker, and I'm I'm okay with this. So with this, we got a Tyler Kirkham B cover. Now we have oh, that is fucking great. That dude does zombies like a son of a bitch, and Red Hood as well. Uh, on the A cover, um, done by Eddie Barrows, I believe we have. All of our first appearances. We've got Sundowner and uh, uh, Mr. Bloom on here. I believe Mr. Bloom's in there. Oh, let me see. Yeah, okay. Uh, but, like I said, we're, we're, we're missing? We're missing the Resurrection Twins. But that's where the 1 in 25 comes in. And uh, I, I don't know if I'm going to bring myself to order 25 copies of this to get it, but I am going to try very, very, I mean, I might just spend the $30 or whatever and pre-order this online, uh, because I, I want this cover, I want, the. I, I think this is, this series has a lot of potential, and I think it's just a little mini-series, I'm not 100% sure, but, uh, fuck, I would love for this to be an ongoing, if this is an ongoing, I'm, this, this is gonna catapult itself into the top DC ongoing series out there. I just got a feeling. It just sounds amazing. But uh, we got a, 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 a 250 minimum order on this <laughs> this amazing uh, Team Rodolfo. Hold on. Rodolfo Mig Miglari? Dude, if you're a Red Hood fan, you're going to want this. Straight up. Like, this is... It's a dope fucking cover. It's going to... I mean, 250 copies to get it. Nish. That's a lot. There's a 1 in 50 Kyle Holtz Arkham Knight variant on there. Uh, and then a 1 in 100 monochrome foil Arkham Knight. I mean, there's... They, they want to sell the shit out of this book. <laughs> they do. But if you did go ahead and splurge to get, you know, those 250 copies, you're, all of the variants that are coming along with this, you know, because you're, you're automatically going to qualify for the 25, the 50, and the 100 as well. I... 100% worth it. It is. If you've got the bankroll to go big on one book this week, um, then I think Task Force Z has a lot of potential. Uh, pushing forward, and lastly from Lunar this week, I know it's kind of a big Lunar FOC week, but what are you going to do? We've got Wonder Woman Black and Gold, number five, uh, Julian Titino Tedesco, amazing on that A cover. But then we got uh, Rose Besh on the 1 in 25 cardstock as well. So, yeah. I mean, if you're a Rose Besh fan, there you go. You know, it's a... I feel like she's an acquired taste. Like a Momoko. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, she's... The, the fucking hips. Like, what's going on with the, the giant gap between the legs? I don't know, man. I don't know, it's, it's not... How, did she just have a baby? Is that what's going on? I, I, I just... Uh, I never fails. I can find something wrong every time with her art. Maybe not wrong. Maybe something I don't like. Let's put it that way. There, you feel better? You feel better? Let's move over to... <laughs> uh, Diamond. The Diamond FOC. So this is all the stuff that you have to order by Monday. But it's just... It's best not to procrastinate. Just just get them all in at the same time, people. I make the mistake way too freaking often. 
Um, all right. Let's see here. So by Monday the 27th at the absolute latest, oh, we're going to start with Vault. From Vault, we've got the fourth printing of Barbaric. What's going on with that cover here? Nice. Uh, a fourth printing. I mean, <laughs> geez. The images or the the comics doing well, people. Uh, Dead Box number one getting a second printing. Uh, last book you'll ever read number one getting a third printing. Uh, number two kind of lost me a little bit. I'm gonna try to give it another try. I know that in the the environment that I was reading in, it was very distracting. But uh, I, I'm starting to think that maybe this is one best served uh, as a whole. You know, read 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 in a trade, but uh. Yeah, I don't know, I still think it's a lot of potential to be a great story, so having the singles, not a bad thing. Um, and, but, uh, you know, the third printing, so it continues to sell out. Uh, World of Darkness, Crimson Thaw, uh, number two. So a couple covers on that one, so those are your vault books due for order. Uh, from Valiant, we've got the seventh issue of XO, Man of War. Mm-hmm. A couple issues behind on this one, but that's only because I want to... When I dive back into XO, I'm not, I don't want to taste. I want the whole goddamn thing. Um, yeah, just, just, just XO from Valiant. Uh, no Scout, no... Uh, got a lot of scrolling here. Any Oni Press... Agritsuko. Yeah, it's that thing that I can barely pronounce. Uh, super fun, spectacular? Special? Special. Uh, yeah, a couple covers on that one. And then Kaiju Max Season 6, number 4. So, yeah, right on. A little bit of Oni Press this week. No Rick and Morty, that's weird, huh? Isn't that weird? Isn't that weird? Sorry, I'm stalling as I scroll. Fanographics? I know to look at Fanographics now, but every time I've looked since I remembered, there hasn't been anything. Uh, Black Mask? From Black Mask, we've got Space Rider Vortex of Darkness number four. Oh, yeah. This is one that I want to pick up and trade. Seems fun. Um, and uh, White number five and six coming out at the same time. Is it limited to 2,500 copies? It sure is. Is number six limited to 2,500 copies? It sure is. Oh, there you go. So I fucking... People are really, really uh, going hard on this story. You know, there's a lot of people thinking it's... It's got uh, cinematic potential, speculative potential. So uh, take that for what you will. Uh, from Black Mask, Behemoth. Oh, yeah, a lot of behemoth this week. We've got motherfuckers, MFKZ, number five, couple covers there. We have a number one. We've got Pop Star Assassin, number one. A little six-part miniseries from Ed Lavelli and Matt Cashel. Uh, and Marcelo Basile, Basile. The year 1977. The king is dead. The world mourns, but... When a mysterious briefcase turns up in his dressing room, Bruce, a coke-addled Elvis impersonator, finds himself wedged between a mob boss out for revenge and a government conspiracy with far-reaching, world-ending ramifications. All in an attempt to discover the true identity of his father's killer. It's sex, it's drugs, it's rock and robot 70s style in this all-out action adventure. Uh Uh-huh. And who the fuck is Molly, is what it says there. Uh, <laughs> yeah, no, I might check this one out. That sounds fun. 
This sounds fun. I love drug books. You thought I was going to say I love drugs, huh? No, I just love drug, drug books. You live vicariously through them. You can't do drugs when you have kids, people. One, two, three, four, five, six. Six covers. Look at me count. There's a... Look at that. Oh, fucking, is that a, oh, it's a... It's a robot stripper. It's a fembot. One of them are fembots. Oh. Uh, yeah, behemoth. Doing things this week, people. Doing things. Aftershock, we've got. Beyond the Breach, number four. Yep, this one's on my pull list forever. And Clans of Balari, number four. There you go. A couple of Aftershock books this week. Choked on my excitement. Um, and no, you gotta... You gotta get excited about Aftershock right now with the stuff that they're doing. Leveling up. Ablaze, we have uh, Porcelain. Number three, couple, one, two, three, four covers. Oh, that's what Ablaze does. Four covers every time. They put out one title and. Yep. Is this a. Oh, Is this supposed to be an homage variant to something I don't recognize? I don't know. It's got like a classic cover look, but. All right, from a blaze we go boom. <laughs> Dune, Dune House Atreides number eleven, couple covers there. Yep, it's almost done, cause it's only going twelve parts. Uh, Eat the rich number three. Yeah, now I don't know if y'all caught the stream this week. No, if you haven't, go on over to YouTube. Myself and new guy Ryan from the Cosmic Campfire and Ken Moneybags from the Ocho Dural Parlay Hour podcast. We all got together, and uh, we talked the shit out of New Comic Book Day this last Wednesday, and Eat the Rich was really our big topic of discussion. Yeah, so for those of you that doubted the first issue and haven't got around to reading the second issue, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, don't, don't, just just go ahead and put the third issue on your pull list, you know, and you're, you're, you're going to want it. You're going to want it. A couple covers to choose from on this as well. Uh, we've got Maw, number two. I had good things about Maw. I passed on Maw. But uh, now I want to find that first issue. I hear lots of people saying really, really good things. So has my interest. When, when you know, the, the, it's, it's that unanimous, then I'm into it. And that many people, too, talking about it. Uh, it's just a five-parter. Um, that, that B cover's interesting. If you're a horror person if you're a whore then you're gonna love this one now if you, if you just like old school horror looks classic horror looking covers then this this is uh right up your i have no idea what this series is even about and just huh uh dynamite he said with a giant question mark at the end of the sentence yeah your normal stuff your normal stuff, bloods and boobs and... Whoa, what's going on? Okay. Okay. I thought we got extra boobs there for a second. And I don't mean a third boob, I mean areola. But no, no, it's just a little itty-bitty thumbnail. But when zoomed in... Yep. Uh, IDW. From IDW, we've got the fourth and final issue of Bermuda for now. Uh, Nick Bradshaw's a busy guy, and it takes a long time to make this book. So, um, you know, if you listen to the John Lehman podcast, you know, I'm just repeating shit that he already said. Uh, and if you haven't, why the fuck haven't you listened to my episode with John Lehman for the second time? Because uh, this is so good. It was such a good conversation. So, yeah. Um, but Bermuda. 
the book even better than the conversation, dare I say. Uh, Dungeons and Dragons, Mindbreaker, number one. So, yeah, I mean, fucking Jim's up doing it, too. Because, I mean, he's Mr. RPG. We all know that. So, Mindbreaker, uh, two covers on it. Max Davenport getting the B cover. If you're a D&D fan, then there you go. Uh, My Little Pony Generations, number one. Well, it's a brand new pony adventure begins here. Oh, so you're going to get to 102 issues and then fucking do a new run? Good lord. I'm not going to lie. I kind of like the fact that they're, uh, um, they got a new pony series up. Because I don't want to find 100 and some issues and buy all the trades for little Maya. But now I got one I could put on her pull list. She could start from the beginning. You know, she has 20 minutes of reading. She has to do every day after school. And a lot of times I hand her a comic book and say, do your work. And, uh, yeah, I think she's going to be super excited for homework when My Little Pony is the uh, the subject matter. Uh, Vader's Castle Adventures. What? Hold on, let me try this again. Star Wars Adventures, Ghost of Vader's Castle. Bam, nailed it. Number five. It's a... You know, fucking Darth Vader horse story for the kiddos. You know, because it's an adventure story. So there you go. Uh, let's see, Charm on the B cover there. Very nice. Uh, Star Wars Adventures number 11. Couple covers there. And then, Wasagi Ojimbo. Dragon Bellow Conspiracy number 5. So there you go. Those are your IDW books this week. Uh, Bermuda. Enough said. Dark Horse. From Dark Horse, we have Critical Role Tales of Exandria, number one. These guys are never going to stop making comics. Look at them go. Darcy Van Polgeest. Couple of kooks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure it's just all of them. Uh, Critical Role Game Master Matthew Mercer joins Arjuner Award-winning Darcy Van Polgeest. Oh, Okay. So just one of them from the team comes over to write, all right, whatever. The DM, Game Master, okay, yeah, Game Master. GM, GM, not, GM sounds like General Manager. I like DM, Dungeon Master. Um, Killer Queens, number three. Uh, yeah, no, it's a little four-parter from David Bohr, and it's, it's, it's fun. It was a. I read the first. I haven't got to read reading the second issue yet. That just came out this week. But from here, I'll, I'll read the, the 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 last three remaining issues as a as a whole. We'll see what David's got going on there. Seems like fun, fun characters. A lot of fun actually. Uh, Masters of the Universe Revelation number four. Wrap it up. Uh oh. Um, couple covers there. Art Adams on the B. Wow. Look at you, Arthur Adams, John He-Man, and company. Very nice. Look at that. Uh, unfortunately, I don't think those comics doing too well since the uh, the Netflix series took a dookie. But what are you going to do? Kevin Smith's still writing it, right? Yeah. And Tim Sheridan and Rob David. Do you really need that many people writing a 20-page book? Do you? Hmm. I don't think you do. I mean, if it were a big book, sure. But it ain't. So, I don't know. 
Seems like Kevin Smith's just too busy for everything he wants to take on. Uh, David Goodman doing Orville Artifacts, a little two-part micro-series. So if you're an Orville fan, hiya, as they say. Maybe, probably not in that show. I don't know if they say hiya on that show. I've never watched it. I lied. I watched ten minutes of it, and I was like, oh, I thought this was supposed to be funny Star Trek. It's just different Star Trek. So, with a funny guy that's not trying to be funny. So, you know, fucking, I wasn't into it. Savage Hearts is uh, number four. There you go. Um, I I hear people talking about this book, even other creators, you know. But, uh, I, meh, you know. This one didn't really fall on my radar. Not so much for me. Special print only back up to no kings, no ma- I don't know. Uh, it's uh, Aubrey Sitterson, you know, you know, uh, Haro Country, Fair Folk, number four, this is a little Haro Country mini-series, wrapping up, mm-hmm, so, yeah, uh, now from Dark Horse, we're going to wrap up the Indies with Image, we've got A Man Among Ye, number seven, I just recently talked with Stephanie Phillips, and, uh, yeah, man, this is a <laughs> this is a fun first issue. You know, if you're looking for a female empowerment type of book at all, then it's yeah, for sure. This is one that you know. I mean, it, my little one was a little bit older. Uh, I'd, I'd I'd pass this on to her, but it's a little it's a little violent and spitty, I guess. Um, as female empowering as it is, there's some misogynistic tones and that have of course, stepped on, you know, but regardless, it's just, my little seven-year-old's a little young for this, but this is one that I would, uh, yeah, no, if if you're looking for something for maybe a teenage girl, this is a, this is a good one, um, Ant, still, 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 Ant, still, um, I'm gonna go ahead and stop talking about this book. I think this has been on the FOCs for at least a month now. Print the fucking book already. No, You're not going to get any more orders for it. It's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Eric Larson. You know, it's just not going to happen. Um. <laughs> yeah. Uh I, I, I don't understand why they keep pushing it. Um, Echolands, number three. Um, did number two come out yet? I don't think so. I don't think number two's come out yet. Number one was a little all over the place for me. Um, more than anything, it's just a hard book to read. Just because of the format of it. and I don't know, we'll see. The, the, the concept seems good, but uh, I felt a little lost reading that first issue. You know, I was hoping the second issue can bring me in, but yeah, it looks like I'm gonna have to. Oh wait, no, hold on. What? Okay. Oh, never mind. Echo Land number two raw. See, they're doing like a director's cut of a series that hasn't even been really acclaimed yet. <laughs> I mean, do we really? I fuck. I don't know. Whatever. It's it's money for Image. I mean, if there's one thing Image knows how to do, it's it's make money. Um, Hellcop number one. This is kind of my uh, my indie sleeper of the week as far as pre-orders go. I think the concept seems really 
badass. I love me some Brian Haberlein. It's essentially, I mean, it's, it is what it is. Fucking, it's a, it's a cop in hell. But it's a, not the version of hell that, you know, we've grown so accustomed to know. Um, I, there's some badass fucking uh, retailer covers that are coming out for this. I don't know, this, this one's got some potential. You know, a fucking detective horror story is what I kind of get out of this. I don't know, man. It's, uh, could be badass. Uh, let's see here. Uh, oh, Brian Haberlein also doing the art as well. Come on. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm into it. I'm into it. So, yeah, no, that's the one. If you're looking for one new indie to jump on this week, that would be my, uh, my uneducated recommendation. Um, and a few covers to choose from as well. One, two, three, four, five they have up here through Diamond. And like I said, if you're looking for more, then there's more out there. If fucking, if you're a fan of Doom, the video game, there is an amazing Doom cover out there. I forget who's putting it out. Just search for it. It's worth a Google. Uh, Ice Cream Man number 26. Couple covers there. Ekman Lawn getting a badass B cover. Uh, Jupiter's Legacy Requiem number 5. Little 12-part maxi-series. A uh, bunch of covers on that one. King Spawn number one getting a second printing. As of right now, I do not have the image art on this, so take that for what you will. Um, yeah. Hmm. Why do I have? <sighs> I don't know. I feel like it's 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 worth picking up. The just because the the first print run was so highly ordered, I don't think that there's going to be a lot of orders for the second one and. You know, I mean, wait up until Monday if you like to see if the image art is revealed. Sometimes they reveal it, sometimes they don't. That's just how it goes. But uh, yeah, I don't know. It's. I think I'm gonna take a chance and pick up a a copy of the second printing. Just, you know, um, King Spawn number three. A few covers here. McFarlane on the B cover. Oh shit! Once again, has not been. Uh, the image has not been released yet, and. Uh, Fernandez on the C cover. So more great fucking covers here, people. I don't know if I'm going to be able to afford to go through and go A, B, and C on all of the Spawn titles from here on out. Even though they are only three bucks a piece, it's just my Spawn box is already almost fucking full. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> yeah. Um, this is uh, decisions to make, people. Decisions to make. It's going to be more of a get-what-you-like type of situation. And then, oh man, look at that Baron's cover again. This dude's a... Gee, holy shit. Um, okay. So we've got Ice Cream Man, Batman, Captain America. Uh, I can't tell if that's supposed to be Wonder Woman or not. There's a Spawn doll. Let's see what else we could fucking pick out in here. Whoa, man. So, buy this C-cover like a son of a bitch. This is the cover. Non-incentive, non... I mean, it's... It, hmm. This is a big one. Uh, wow. Is what I have to say to that. Very Halloween-y. I mean, they're trick-or-treating. And then, like I said, it's not Batman and Captain America and Wonder Woman. It's kids dressed up as them. I guess I could... Fucking reiterate that a little bit, clear that up. But still, it's got ice cream. It's a fucking spawn cover. 
And mm. Yeah, no, that's the that's the one. That's the one. The D cover. Fuck, four covers on spawn number three or King Spawn number three. But yep, no, I'll be going A D on that one. Maybe B. We'll we'll, we'll see. If, if, if there's no image reveal by Monday, or by the time I decide to put in my FOCs, then I'll get the B2, but... Whew. Spawn? You dirty son of a bitch. More like McFerlin. Uh, Maiden Korea, number five. A little six-parter. Uh, Sweet Paprika, number four on the FOCs this week. A shit ton of covers, as per usual. Ah, Nita Haas, Nightmare Blog. This is spinning out of the pages of Philadelphia. It's Rodney Barnes and Jason Son, Alexander and Patrick Reynolds. Yes, 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 yes. Get on it, people. Yes, that cover, fucking amazing. I'm still about halfway behind on Philadelphia, but um, yeah, no, I'm uh, I'm into this one. Um, the Philadelphia Universe will take off, people. So that Jason Sean Alexander B cover is dope. Uh, it reminds me a lot of, uh, oh, I just had his name on the tip of my tongue. Uh, Alex Pardee. There it is. Ah, uh, fuck, this is so Alex Pardee. Damn, that is good. That is an amazing cover. Lots of covers on this one. Well, I guess one, two, three, four, five to choose from. Very nice. One of them being a blank, so... Uh, Oblivion Song, number 34 on the FOCs this week. Primordial, number two. That first issue was dope, only setting up. I mean, it was kind of a slow roll, but you, you know it's setting up a fucking hell of a of a roller coaster drop, if you will. And I'm, I'm all latched in and buckled up, man. Primordial, don't sleep on this series. It's Jeff Lemire, though, so why would you? And Andre, Andre Sorrentino as well. Uh, Savage Dragon 261, still on the FOCs. Can't sell an Eric Larson book to save your life, Image. Um, second Chance is number three. I gotta read number two. I gotta do that real quick, because number one was uh, iffy for me. You know, I was like, we'll see how good number two is. And it's sitting here in my stack from this week, so I gotta get it read before I make any decisions on number three. Has potential, though, for sure. Uh, Saint Mercy, number three of a little four part miniseries. Uh, Stillwater, number 11, mm-hmm, that Texas blood, number 11, as well, I reckon, mm-hmm. I hear good things about this, haven't got around to reading it, but I hear good things, uh, Time Before Time, number 6, I read the first issue on this one, it seemed kind of like a slow roll for me, I couldn't really get into it, um, I feel like this is a series for people that don't have a lot on their pull list, because it's something to, I feel like it's a, it's a mind investment, if you will. You know, it felt like there was a lot going on. But, um, yeah, I don't know. Uh, vinyl, number five. Mm-hmm. Little Doug Wagner, whoa, action. I'm, uh, yeah, I read the first issue, and like I said, this is one that I'm just going to, you know, build up and read all six together and see what the fuck happens. Uh, Walking Dead, number 25. The deluxe version, of course. Um, five covers. Uh-huh. Well, there you go. And those are all of your uh, indie books to be ordered by Monday. Now we're going to wrap up this very, very long segment with the longest part of the segment, Marvel. <laughs> um, due to be ordered by Monday, we got The Death of Doctor Strange, number two. 
it's been solicited the solicited the the first team appearance of these three ladies sisters somethings let's see here lots to fucking scroll through this week god damn what is that no that's not it uh is this even the right week when when when's this one come out the the twentieth yep see no I'm on the wrong week Oh, God, it's fucking taking forever. So, yeah, no, I read the first issue. The first issue was A Day in the Life of Strange, then he gets stabbed to death, and then he kind of comes back in a different way. So, you know, take it for what you will. Um, uh, but more than anything, this is totally setting up, or this series, whatever it's doing, it's setting up one of the characters in um, Strange Academy to be something much bigger. For sure, that's just that's just me speculating. Me, you know, fucking my take on it. Um, but uh, that's what I'm gathering from this. But as far as this fucking team appearance, like I said, I think it's a long shot. You know, I, I don't know if I'd call this a a team appearance worth investing in. Where the fuck are you? the three mothers? There we go. Maybe I don't know, but uh, huh. Oh, it says it right there in the fucking description. I don't know, man. We'll see. I mean, I'll pick up a couple, you know, just because, but it's not one that I plan on seeing a big turnaround on anytime soon. Let's put it that way. A uh, couple, a few covers on this one, actually. Three to be... Nope, take that back. Four to be precise. Four, really? Four? The Masterpieces is really good. Um... Hold on, we got that A cover. Is that A? Yeah. So I gotta say the uh, the Care Andrews cover from the issue one might be a cover of the year contender and continuing on with this second. Jesus Christ, that's a that's another great cover, people. Iconic in a way, possibly. Um, oh, we got a Fantastic Four Halloween story, it looks like. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'll be, uh... I, I, li- I really enjoyed the last issue. It was kind of a, a filler, but at the same time, caught my emotionals. That's for sure. Uh, Marvel Voices Community. What is community? It's not the Dan Harmon thing, I would imagine. Uh, come join the festivities, festivities as Marvel celebrates the mighty Latin X heroes and creators from all corners of the Marvel Universe. Spider-Man. Oh, that's Spider-Man. Hwatagga. Ghost Rider. And so many more heroes get their moment in the sun. And a new fan favorite... Cre- what? And new... Uh, as new and fan favorite creators continue to expand the world outside your window and Marvel Voices... Communidades. Mm-hmm. Spanish. I dig it. Look at that. There's some badass fucking... Like a reptile and a America Chavez. I didn't know that little... Little Nova was a... Hispanic? Who is that? That's not... Okay, I thought that was possibly Nightcrawler for a second. I'm like, nah, das Deutsche. Um... <laughs> Uh, no, this fucking could be a... I mean, it's got miles in it, people, so just... There you go. Then That'll sell your books right there. few covers on it to choose from. $10 price point, though, so... You will. 
Uh, Moon Knight, number four. Uh huh. So. Yeah, no, I'm sorry. I'm looking at this McNiven cover. And, uh. Yeah. Oh, Jesus Christ. So this book is as violent and as beautiful as I would hope it to be. And as crazy and demented and. Uh, Jed McKay's killing it, people. Alessandro Capuccio just nailing down this series. Nailing it down. Um, don't sleep on it. Add it to your pull list because yeah, apparently not enough people are. Because if you were to look at you know the sales, issue number three uh, is doing pretty good, and that's that's because not enough people are adding it to their pull list. Just saying. Uh, but uh, two covers on this one. Uh, my Marvel must ad of the week pandering to you speculators is uh like myself pandering to myself as well phoenix song echo number one we're gonna get the first appearance of a character that uh let's see if they say the name in here no i don't see a name mentioned but echo has a uh a really close friend and ally Mm-hmm. And you know she's got the Phoenix Force and shit. So, yeah, no, this is a, this is the Marvel must add for sure. If you're a speculator, or if you even want to know what the fuck's going on in the Phoenix world, um, one, two, three, four, five covers on this one. Uh, my next pick for a must add is Spider Woman number sixteen. Not enough people talking about uh, issue number fifteen. Big reveal at the end there. Now we're just gonna get a name. That's what it comes down to. We got a new uh, Spidey family member, if you will, a new Spider Girl potentially. But uh, I don't know, man. Um, something something major is gonna happen in this issue though. So get excited about it. Uh, one, two, two covers, just two to pick from. Uh, Star Wars Darth Vader number 17. This is Marvel's best series ongoing. Um, I put it right up there with fucking Daredevil. Nose and nose. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you're not reading fucking Darth Vader, I mean, it's, it's the best of all the Star Wars titles, and the bar's pretty high, actually. But, I mean, to say that it's the best of all of Marvel, you know, that's, uh, that's high praise coming from somebody that reads most of Marvel. So it's never a letdown reading Vader. Uh, Star Wars High Republic number 10. No first appearances. Get excited about that one. Uh, two covers to choose from there. Um, oh, from my boy Rodney Barnes. We've got Star Wars Bounty Hunters IG-88 Nelly. I don't know why all of a sudden I'm from the... Uh, the 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 upper Midwest now. Um, no one can defeat IG88. No one. Uh, IG88 is an advanced assassin droid designed for death, destruction, and mayhem. Its weapons systems are unparalleled. Its design flawless. Yet the galaxy's most sinister droid bounty hunter can still fail. What motivates IG-88's resurrection time and time again? Is it programming or something? Or more? Can IG-88 find a strategy to overcome its old foe Boba Fett? Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, no, I'm, I'm a, a fucking Rodney Barnes. Gui Villan- Villanova, I believe. Yeah, no, fucking banger. Banger for sure. I'll be, uh, I'll be into this one. 
there's a Carbonite variant that I don't have an image for, and a Handbook variant that I don't have an image for, and a uh, Wingard variant that is badass. Look at him. Look at him. With Han Solo all carbonated. Uh, sword number niner. Uh, a few covers on this one. That Jesco variant. If you're a Storm fan, you gon' want it. Uh, Thor number 18. We're getting a Throg story. People get excited about that. Couple covers there. The United States Captain America number 5. This one. Uh, revolving around, um, hmm, you're not going to give the, uh, the description and the description, that's fucking weird, okay, well, no, so this is based off of, I mean, another Captain America, but this one's based off of, I want to say, a U.S. Air Force pilot, I want to say, I want to say, um, but it's not... Fuck, I can't find the goddamn information. This guy's based off of a real dude. You know? And, uh... That's, that's fucking badass, man. That's badass. You ever think... You, know, you join the, the military at 18, and you go off and... 20 years later, and then all of a sudden they're... They're writing a fucking Captain America comic based off of you. Can you imagine being that dude? What the fuck do you gotta do to get that type of... Legacy, notoriety, you know, I don't know, man, I don't know, fucking heroes, people, heroes, I would imagine, uh, Wolverine, wait, yeah, Wolverine, number 17, oh, jeez, I had something here, I thought it said something, um, oh, no, it's the 1 in 25 that's on here, that's pretty, I don't know, I don't know why that would be on there, whatever, but Wolverine, number 17, you know, Wolverine's great fucking story. That Joe Jesco, masterpieces variant. That's a must-have. Yep, that is a must-have. If you're a Wolverine or a Sabretooth fan, good lord. And then lastly on the FOCs this week, must-order books: The Trial of Magneto, number three. Oh fuck, this series is good. Jesus Christ, this series is good. And there's some amazing covers to go along with it. At least a few of them. Um, <laughs> Masterpieces variant. Are you kidding me? He's throwing doorknobs and hammers and screwdrivers and uh, wrench sockets and... Uh, oh my god. A fucking doorknob, really? A doorknob? I love it. I love it. Um, a big week for the FOCs people. So don't... Don't skip out on any of these books. And if you must, if you must, if you want to save yourself a discount, I believe the discount is 15%, but it may be more. I'm not sure. But uh, I, I must say it's at least 15%. Head on over to 307nerdsforever.com and get a hold of Tarl. Or, I mean, get a hold of me and I'll put you in touch with Tarl. One way or another, Nerds Forever will have you covered on your pre-orders. Um, alright, I'm gonna take a little breaky-poo here, I'm gonna leave you with an Apocalypse promo, and I'll be right back to talk about the books that you should have already pre-ordered. The book's slated to hit your slots, but alas, maybe some new information has come to light, man, and if that's the case, we gonna find out together. So, uh, hang tight.
Hello, I'm Anthony. And I'm Dr. Issues. And we're hosts of Capes on the Couch, the podcast where comics get counseling. Superheroes don't always get to go home happy. That's where we come in. We offer psychiatric and mental health analysis of comic book characters. So check us out at capesonthecouch.live and across all social media platforms at Capes on the Couch. to talk about the books that are coming out on the uh, 29th. The 29th of September. Now, I'm going to scoot on through these here because, you know, I've talked about most of them already. But unless there's something um, noteworthy or spec-worthy or new that's come out since, I, I was gonna, like I said, speed on through them. Starting with Action Comics number 1035. A uh, couple covers there. Batman the Reptilian, number four. I hear a possible reveal of the reptilian creature, maybe? Is this the one? I don't know. Yeah, fuck. Fuck, I don't know. Um, yep, no, I don't know. Uh, let's see here. Yeah, a couple covers there. Batman Superman, 22. Oh, look, at, I love a Mixelplick. I love a Mixelplick. Uh, Batman Urban Legends, number six, a second printing. Yeah, I'd say so, you know. Um, <laughs> this is a Tim Drake's coming out story, and the, the, the first printing selling very well. Very well. 30 to $40 still. Got a lot. Uh, Batman vs. Bigby, a wolf in Gotham. Mm-hmm, number one coming out this week. Uh, yeah, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a crossover. I forget what Bigby is from, um, fuck, I don't know, um, Fables, that's what it is, Fables, Mm, yeah, a little, uh, crossover, uh, Broken Souls Ballad number three coming out of Black Caravan, Mm -hmm. uh, Checkmate number four, oh, these guys are gonna, are they really gonna battle the Justice League? Well, I don't know. Um, it looks like Justice League's tying into Checkmate, but is Checkmate tying into Justice League? I don't know. Ah, uh, what else? Oh, this is one that I'm incredibly excited for, and um, there's not a cover out that I wouldn't pick up. Deathstroke number one, or well, I guess Deathstroke Inc. number one, if you will. Uh, I mean, yeah, no, I mean, fucking... Uh, was there something to speculate on with this? I don't know if it was mentioned in key collector in that way but I think yeah no this is a this is cover appeal oh wait no a first appearance of trust a secret organization who wants to take down heavy hitter villains well Deathstroke would be a heavy hitter villain I would imagine so yeah no I mean take that for what you will as far as the first appearance goes but the Francesco Mantina cardstock variant and the uh, Adam Hughes variant Jesus Christ. I mean, both of them. Fantastic. I think they're going to do very, very well. Like, Deathstroke fans are going to be all over this Matina variant, because it's, it's amazing. And Adam Hughes fans are going to be all over this Black Canary variant. So, this is a no-brainer title, people. I don't think you can miss... doesn't matter what cover ends in your... or ends up in your pull box. I, I think you're going to be just fine. And I don't know if I picked up that C or not, but I'm going to have to track one down just in case. Uh, Detective Comics number 1043. Well, that really catapulted past action, didn't it? it went from, action was at 1, 
1035. Detectives at 1043. Um, action got to 1000 before detective. How does that work? Oh, and this Bermejo cardstock variant. So here's a thing, people. Um, I One of the YouTubers out there, you know, that hypes up the market and has all types of influence and shit. Uh, there was uh, some some talk of these Bermejo covers uh, starting to uh, eventually take off. Now, this is I'm not the the reason I say this is because well for one I mean they're they're fucking amazing and I there was a point in time where I was collecting all of the Bermejo covers and then I had an entire wall of them I'm like well what am I doing with all these so I let most of them go I picked like my favorite two or three. Um, luckily, those are the two or three that are kind of being more talked about. Look at me and my keen eye. But uh, wait, 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 but my point is, is that when something like this comes out, like a comic Tom or a key collector or someone like that puts out a thing towards, uh, I don't know. I guess uh, I, I don't want to use the term rookie or noob or anything like that, but not so seasoned speculators. Um, yeah, they're going to go, well, fuck, this is the, the key of the week, then we got to pick up a fuck ton of them, right? Um, and it, it, it does, the market gets manipulated. Now, the fact that, like I said, these Bermejo detective covers are kind of starting to be on the uh, the radar to get targeted for that type of hyping up in this. This shit right here? This fucking cover? Jesus goddamn Christ. This this is an amazing cover. If you're a motorcycle fan, I'm not. As a matter of fact, I fucking can't stand motorcycles. But this cover is so goddamn badass. So fucking metal. I mean, yeah. No, this is a this is a Bermejo cover that you don't want. You don't want. This is going to be one of the ones that people uh, go after for sure. You know, I mean, they compared it to like the Joshua Middleton, not this particular cover, but uh, some of the particular Bermejo covers were, you know, compared to some of the Joshua Middleton and the, 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 the art germs. And the, mm-hmm. Be prepared for that blow up, people. And this is going to be one that will blow up when that day comes. Market manipulation, am I right? Uh, Harley Quinn, number seven. Oh, yeah. And look at that. We got uh, the gardener and Harley and what's that? Dog? That's that's a is that a grass dog? A leaf dog? Okay, all right, okay. Um, yeah, no, Harley Quinn's been pretty fucking beyond pretty good. Uh, I actually, I when I, I I talked to Stephanie Phillips recently on the uh, the podcast, so stay tuned for that Creator Corner. That was a fun one. But I um yeah no I I, I went through and I read all of my issues of Harley anticipating the the day that I got to talk with Stephanie and alas it all worked out and so yeah well, my point is that Harley they they're doing good things with this character. I like her being more on the side of good and yeah now this uh this is a fun run. It's a fun run. Uh Icon and Rocket season 1 number 3 uh Justice League number 68 couple covers there. Oh look at that Lozano cover that's so fucking badass. Uh, Legends of the Dark Knight, number five, couple covers, uh, Lock and Key, Sandman Universe, Helen Gone, number two, oh yeah, look at that little crossover, little crossover, um, oh, look at that Kelly Jones variant, good lord, Jesus, 
Uh, Locus, number four. This is from Scout Comics. Also from Scout Comics, we've got Midnight Western Trader. If you like you some rootin', tootin', saddle-hoppin', blood-suckin', life-drainin', night-dwellin', cowboy hat where it's it's cowboy vampires people um uh, mr miracle the source of freedom number five couple covers uh, robin number six. Oh, the party's getting good now people robin fucking badass this this story finally uh, ramping up to the level that i uh that i wanted it to be from the get-go you know went up high it's kind of like petered down a little bit yeah, no now it's good it's good now uh, Ruby Justice League number six, uh, the A cover. You know, it's a you know, iconic homage, Brave and the Bold cover. And um, yeah, look, I probably should have picked that one up just for the cover, but what are you gonna do? I don't. Well, I mean, Ruby books. I don't. Uh, Soulstream from Scoot, which is Baby Scout essentially, not Baby, but Little Scout. Uh, a couple covers there. I got. I actually got the Soulstream uh, uh, ash can. In the, uh, the 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 subscription box I get from Scout. So yeah. Um, did I mention that when you go to ScoutComics.com while shopping and use code Cheers10 at checkout, you save 10%? Did I ever mention that? Well, that's a thing. Uh, Superman and Lois Lane. The Never mind. That was a fucking hardcover thingy. Uh, Superman 78 number two is what I mean to say. Uh, Superman Son of Kal-El, number three, fuck yes, a million times fuck yes. Uh, Tart, Demons and Demagogues, number one, this is out of Scout Comics, look at Tart doing things. Uh, Wonder Woman Black and Gold, number four, a little six-parter, and that's going to wrap up your, uh, your Lunar Books coming out on the 28th, you know. But I'll be picking mine up on the 29th with the rest of my books when I go to get my, uh, you know, my diamond shipment and whatnot. So, yeah, let's, uh, let's talk about that, huh? Let's talk about that. Next week, slated to hit your slots, we have Vault. From Vault Comics, we've got... Let me uh, get my... Uh, there we go. Human Remains, number one. Uh, this is one that I think I picked up one copy of. It has interesting uh, appeal to it, that's for sure. Let's see, one, two, three, four, f oh, yeah, no, there's fucking all the incentives on this. There's an A and a B, and then there's a 1 in 15, 1 in 30, and a 1 in 50. So, mm-hmm, use your own judgment on this one, people. It's not one that I'm going to invest highly in until I get that first issue under my belt. Uh, from SourcePoint, we've got Darling, number five. Those gents have been on the podcast before. Uh, Rooms, number three. Oh, Suicide Jockeys, number two. Rylan Grant's been on the podcast as many times as anybody. Um, five times, as a matter of fact. Suicide Jockeys, badass. You're going to want this one, people. It is fucking amazing. We've got Touching Evil, number 17. And my, uh, you better a fucking pick this up pick of the week is Unborn, number one. I think this one's got a lot of potential. I think Frank Gogol is, uh, his shiny, shiny career is just starting to uh to, to blossom i think unborn is gonna be the thing that really really drives him forward i do i just i got a good feeling people i i do uh from scout we've got corset 
a number one, there's also a Prestige Edition as well. And then Night of the Cadillacs, number one. That's a micro-series, so. A couple of new titles out of Scout this week. Get excited about that. Who's doing Corset? Jury Kearney and Elena Kayushnikova. Kayushnikova. Nope. Don't know how to say that name. Uh, Corset. Uh, from Pony? Nope, not Oni. Mad Cave? From Mad Cave, we've got Beckstar, number five, coming out next week. I don't know what that is, but for those of you that do, get excited. Uh, hold on, was there a... Was there... Where were you at? There was not. Hmm, I thought we were going to have some second sight coming out this week, but I guess not. Um, alright, back back to the bees. Behemoth. Wait. F's. F's? Is there any F's? No F's. <laughs> look at me. Listen to me struggle. Look at look, look at me struggle the alphabet. Behemoth. We've got Cinnamon, number three. Um, I'm waiting to read this all at once. I've got number one on, on my reading pile, but i got to find a number two. I think I found a number two. But now i got to wait for it to come. And then number three. So... There we go. None of it's been ordered, I guess. Uh, Turbo Kid. This one has a lot of potential here. We've got one, two, three, four covers. I think there's a there's some um, retailer incentives for this one as well. Silverback's getting one on this. I can't fucking remember. But regardless, um, yeah, no, uh, Turbo Kid. Mm, you may want to pick it up. I don't know if I have room for it, but I feel like it's it's one that has potential. I mean, look at that D cover. Come on. Uh, from Ahoy, we've got Edgar Allan Poe, Snifter of Death, number one. Again, I think this is the third time. Uh, from Aftershock, we've got Ten Years to Death. It's a one-shot of horror stories. We've got Out of Body, number four, and Silver City, number five. Those are your Aftershock books coming out next week. How about Aardvark? From Aardvark, we've got... Oh, Batvark Coronavirus, one shot. <laughs> I see what you did there. Um. <laughs> oh, shit. I love me some Batvark, man. I do. I love a good homage. I love a spoof more than anything. From Boom, we've got Buzzerker, number five. Bunch of covers on that one. Firefly, River Run. This is from my boy David Boer. Yes. Yes, it is. David Boer getting the... Fulfill a fantasy, a firefly fantasy, if you will. And then we've got something is killing the children. Number 20. Mm hmm. The series is still going. That's fun. Uh, do we have IDW? We do. We've got G.I. Joe, Real American Hero, Yearbook, number three. Star Wars Adventures, Ghost of Vader's Castle, number two. Uh, Star Wars Adventures, number 10. Um, Turtles. The Teenage Mutant of Sorens, TNM, TNT, TMNT, number 121. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I still don't know what that Eastman cover is going to look like. I love the, the Eastman reveals. It's always fun. We've got some reprints here. Uh, last round of number one, a fourth printing. Ooh-wee. And number two, getting a third printing. I feel like I probably should have picked up the fourth printing of that. God damn. Um, Transformers Halloween special. Ha-ha. <laughs> Gotta love that. Uh, Transformer Shattered Glass, number two. And Usagi Yojimbo Dragon Bell Bellow Conspiracy. 
number four. So those are your IDW books. How about Dark Horse? Dark Horse, we've got Children of the Plague. It's a little one-shot. Um, Gollum Walks Among Us, wrapping up a two-part micro-series. Gru still crossing over with Tarzan for the third time. The third time. Uh, Parasomnia wrapping up with its fourth issue. Uh, Stranger Things. And Stranger Things. Ooh, what is this? Tomb of Yibun. Number one of a little four-part miniseries. So Dark Horse doing their thing this week. Uh, am I moving too fast for you? Keep up. Keep up. Uh, Adventure Man, number five. And we've got Crossover, number eight. God, I'm behind on Crossover by like two or three issues. Yeah, this would be three issues behind now. I gotta get back to that. Gotta get back to it. I don't want to fall behind on Crossover. I'm still liking it. I don't care what you guys say. I'm sorry that some of you were disappointed, but I'm not. Uh, Department of Truth, number 13. few covers. Uh, Die wrapping up with this 20th and final issue. Echo Lands, number two. There it is. Yeah, we'll see how number two is for me. That's going to determine a lot. I hate that I have to order number three before two comes out, but what are you going to do? Marketing, am I right? Uh, the second printing of Geiger, number six. Yeah. You're going to want this one. What is that? Junkyard Joe. Yep. New character uh, on the cover. Good pickup there, people. The Geiger universe will be big. Uh, good Asian, number five. Hear a lot of good things about that one. Uh, Sweet Paprika, number two. Spawn 322, badass covers as per usual. And then Undiscovered Country, number 16. So those are all your indie books to expect from... Uh, uh, the Diamond Shipment next Wednesday. Now, Marvel. Uh, Amazing Fantasy, number three. The final issue of Nick Spencer's uh, Spider-Man, number 74. That's exciting, right? There's a fuck ton of covers on it, too, because nothing says go big like issue 74. Black Cat, number 10. This is one that I'd still keep my eye on, people, because I have a feeling that she's going to... Just like Echo came out of nowhere with the... Uh, the Phoenix Force. I think Black Cat's going to come out of nowhere with uh, some sort of gauntlet. I don't know. She's rocking these. I mean, she doesn't have the Infinity Stones, but she's really involved with the Infinity Stones heavily. So we'll see. Uh, Darkhawk, number two. Ooh, look at that. Still doing its thing. Darkhold, Alpha. Um, What? Just the one? Hmm. That can't be right. Maybe it's just the variant that's coming out this week. Uh... I don't know. Hmm. I wonder if that's correct. We'll see. But yeah, there's a Darkhold book coming out. Um, Extreme Carnage Omega. It's definitely one that I would... Uh, yeah, uh, you're, you're probably going to want to keep your eyes on that one. Something's going to happen in this, I would imagine. Um, Inferno. Uh, yeah, no, this is Hickman's like, eh, too bad I didn't get to do what I wanted to do story, but I'm going to do this and say bye-bye. But I think it's one to keep an eye on for sure. There's there's some great stuff here as far as covers go and I don't know. I don't think he's gonna let us down. Uh Kang number one getting a second printing. Uh oh Miles Morales Spider Man number thirty. Yeah, no, this is it's Miles people, so I just get into it. I mean it's uh yeah. I have a feeling something cool's gonna happen. This is my guts rumbling, that's all. Um the second printing of Moon Knight number two, so I'll take that for what you will. Non-stop Spider-Man number five. Uh, let's see. Star Wars 17. Um, lots of covers for that one. Uh, Star Wars High Republic number eight getting a second printing. All right. Uh, 
Now, one reprint that I really hope is on my my pull list um, that I pre-ordered was the uh, Star Wars Bounty Hunters number three. There's just a character on here that I feel is gonna. I mean, it's not a first appearance or anything like that, but it's a character that's going to continue to be a badass in the Star Wars universe going forward, and all cover appearances um, are, are going to be big, because, I mean, there's not just there's just not many of them. So, I don't know. Having her on that second printing variant, I think, may uh, prove to be financially uh, cash-inable in the future. Cash-inable. Write it down. Uh, Sword number eight coming out this week, next week, however you want to look at the ship. Um, Marvels number five. There is something going on in here. Fuck. What was it? I guess I could fucking pull out a goddamn fucking shit again. Look. Um, was there something? I'm pretty sure there was. No, I don't know. Yes. First appearance of Warbird in costume. Okay, so we've seen her. Just not all gussied up, I reckon. Uh, sorry, I saw something else on here. Oh, yeah, okay. Um, I want to go back real quick. Uh, I mean, not yet, but, yeah. Um, so, from Marvel's... Ah, uh, Thor. Thor coming out this week. Gotta love some Thor. Winter Guard, number two. I guess I kind of passed this one. Um, uh, yeah, I didn't pick it up like I said I would. Thought I was going to, just missed it. And then uh, Wolverine number 16 wraps up all of your Marvel books coming out this week. But there was one that I, I want to make sure. I want to continue. Titan. Yes, from Titan Comics this week. One that I uh, I went on about. Adam Hughes, the uh, the FOC variant for Gun Honey number one. This is one that uh, you know I said, I have a feeling something's going to happen here. Well, I went on eBay, and let's see what it's doing now. I went on eBay a few days later, and it was pre-selling very well. Um, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. Um, all over the place. $10, uh, $30, $4. I don't know. I have a feeling this one's going to do things. Um, $50. <laughs> $8. So, yeah, I don't know. Um, take it for what you will, but I got a feeling. This one, come release time, it's uh, this is going to be the cover. The cover. So, there you go, people. This is uh, this has been the pull list priorities for September 29th. Um, yeah, I'm pre-order your books, people. You know, and, fucking, and uh, don't be a shelf dweller. You know, if there's something that you should have pre-ordered that you want to get 10 of, don't wait till Wednesday and go pick up 10 copies of it. you got to go to five different stores to get your 10 copies. That's the rule. It's an unwritten rule, but that's the rule of uh, not being a shithead flipper because that type of bullshit gives uh, speculators and people that actually make money off of comics a bad name, you know? So don't be that prick. Um... Now, once again, i got to remind you uh, to uh, check out 307nerdsforever.com for all that good shit. And use code CHEERS, cheers just CHEERS, to save yourself 10% at checkout. Um, also, uh, all your one-stop shop for all things Cheers to Comics, whether it's the blogs or the videos on YouTube or uh, the podcast episodes, all combined into one place and uh, soon, much more to come on the website, cheers2comics.com. Give it a go, you know? 
you might uh, you, you, you might find yourself convenienced. You know, um, and as always, I urge you to leave those five star reviews on Podchaser and Apple Podcasts, and anywhere else you can leave any type of positive feedback for a podcast. That's uh, that, that's it's more valuable than uh, signing up for Patreon, people. I mean, uh, well, depending, but uh, overall, overall, it really is. It's it, it goes a lot further just by leaving a five-star review. So you want to do a good deed today? Drop a five-star review on Podchaser or Apple Podcasts. Now, um, yeah, that's it. That's all the fuck I have to say. I will uh, talk to you the next time there's things about comics to talk about. I command that you stay safe and read responsibly. You're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, everyone. I'm Monty Michael Moore, and this is the Cheers to Comics Podcast with Brian Wayne. This is Drew Zucker. You're listening to Cheers to Comics Podcast. This is Mark Russell, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Hey, this is Ed Brisson, and you're listening to the Cheers to Comics Podcast. Podcast recommendations, you ask? Brian Wayne here, co-curator of The Apocalypse, And I know that sounds gnarly. That's because it is gnarly, man. The Apocalypse. What is The Apocalypse? The Apocalypse is a culmination of the gnarliest podcast, independent podcast the internet has to offer. So instead of trying to go to Twitter the next time you uh, need a new podcast to listen to and try to get Twitter famous, podcast recommendations, please. Just think The Apocalypse, man. And... It's ironic because the apocalypse is only the beginning. It's only the beginning. You just go to podchaser.com. It's it's in the top list. The top list in the whole world. So whether you're looking for true crime, sports, uh, role-playing, uh, I don't know, anything, anything. Think of a podcast. It's on the apocalypse. It's like the apocalypse with a D. Hmm. And do not forget to follow the Apocalypse on Twitter as well. Once again, that is the Apocalypse. If you're looking for a podcast recommendation, the Apocalypse is sure to have something for you.